Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I'm on my way to work this morning. And I wanted to talk with you guys about a conversation that I had yesterday that's just been weighing on my heart. And it was with another friend who I never knew had dreams of being an author until yesterday. I've known this person for quite a while, and we share a lot of commonalities, including a love of Stitch. I mean, who can get past that, right, without smiling, huh? <laughs> but I never knew, and I wonder, are there people in your life right now that you could encourage, that you could speak a word of advice or motivation to them? about writing and writing is not always about getting published or being the next you know Stephen King the next bestseller oh I'm gonna be the you know the next Nicholas Sparks of North Carolina no writing is so heart-wrenching personal it's such a coping mechanism for me and it could be for you too. It could be a way that you know, we don't know how to process our own emotions sometimes. We just write. I know that when I write, I find a peace, an inner peace just kind of flows over me and I'm transported in whatever I'm writing. It's everything goes away. It's, you know how music does that for me and a lot of other people. Like music carries us somewhere else. Well, don't you agree that when we're writing, writing also carries us somewhere else? For me, it's almost like a heavenly place where you can commune with angels for a while and you have all of these imaginary friends that speak life and truth and hurt and pain and hope to one another and you get to view them for a while so when my friend told me that they spend so much time with their writing for academic purposes and that's fine but they have this place in them that needs to write because they used to write I think that language is dangerous when we say I used to be a writer or I used to have dreams of writing if we write we write National Day on Writing is coming up on October 20th. And there's a hashtag, Why I Write, going out, going around for NCTE. And we're doing six-word memoirs on Friday. Or I'm hoping a lot of the teachers will participate in this. If, if you only had six words to say why I write 
it would probably be a little challenging for us because we write not just for ourselves, but we write because it's a calling. We're serving. We're moving in that wheel that's been placed over our life. We chase dreams. There's so many things that motivate us to write. Peace is one of them. Just be open when others start to talk to you. Because when they find out you're a writer, it might take them a full like year for them to open up to you because you never know where that person's place is in their life or you know do they trust those secret parts of themselves with someone else you know we've all went through the fears fears of rejection fears of people talking junk about us when we say we want to be an author I've been there done that So yesterday, when God put me in a place to be able to hear those intimate thoughts of someone else about their writing, it put me in a humbling place because then I understood I could either speak a word of life into this person or just let it go and just nod my head and say, oh, I've been there, done that, and just change the subject. So I prayed in the moment, and I said, God, give me the words, not the words that I want to say, but the words that you would have me to say. You know, I pray that often when I'm speaking with other people because God knows their hearts. God knows it all. So, in that moment, I could just feel the power of the next word. I thought of Ruth. You could be made for this moment. And whether my novel, when it's released, you know... Lord knows what's going to happen with that and how it's going to be received and and what people will, you know, if they'll spread the news, if they'll actually, you know, find value in it to purchase it and, and share it and be on a list. You know, but what if it's more than that? What if it's a time for us as authors to look to others and say maybe you were made for a time as this write your truth write your voice let your voice the voice of all of that imagination just come out oh I did this excellent exercise yesterday oh, we did four corners and if you're a teacher you know the four corner strategy where and I did symbolic representations of motivational 
uh, either intrinsic or extrinsic motivations that would drive human nature. And so my teens are all standing up and I throw up these four pictures and they have to go into the four corners, the, the corner that really speaks to them and would motivate them. And on one of the pictures, it was just a beautiful swirl of paint colors. So just imagine this, these wispy colors on a white canvas. And then there was a brick wall on another corner. Well, I do have a lot of creative students that are artistic. That was one of the reasons why I put it on there because then they would be able to talk about their passions. And I knew I was going to the brick wall. So I went to the brick wall. Like I already knew that I was going to stand. Um, and I only had one other student to go to the brick wall. And the point of the exercise was really to get to know the students too. And so when I asked the student, I said, because I didn't want to tell my brick wall story before hand because then I didn't want to do any kind of influencing of their direction of, of what they were going to say was wrong or right. So I said, you know, why did you choose this brick wall? And it really surprised me. Now, guys, this is November almost. I mean, we're, we're edging the middle of October. I've had these babies since August and they feel very comfortable with me, I know, and, and they've, you know, shared. But it took that exercise and that brick wall and that student told me, when I see a brick wall, and I'm, and I'm staring at a brick wall right now because I just pulled into my parking space. And he said, when I see a brick wall, my imagination takes over. His words, he's 14. And I just start to create and think. And my mind just starts going to all of these really cool places. And that brick wall really helps me. And I said, baby, do you write? Oh, no, I just, I just create in my head. But baby, have you ever thought of putting it down? No, I just let it, let it all just speak to me. But baby, you've got such a voice. Oh, I would love to know what those characters and what that scene looks like and what's happening, all that action in your head. And he looked to me and he said, you would? Like, how many people in this world have this passion, this fuel, this gift. But nobody has ever told them, I would love to read what you write. Maybe it's us. Maybe that's what we're meant to do. So I walked over to the bookshelf where I had all of these 70-page spiral notebooks donated to me from the Carolina Hurricanes. And I grabbed one of those 
I, I grabbed the, the, not one of them. I grabbed the stack and I said, pick your color. This is your, this is pick your color. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy. He's already got a journal book for our class. And he's like, why? Pick a color. And then I'll explain. Just pick a color. Take it. Now hold it. And then I put the rest of them away. And I said, this is your personal writing space. This is for you. And you're going to take this home. You're going to carry this around with you. This is going to be your writing book. And instead of him saying, that's not me, that's not my style, the words that came out of his mouth were pure and simple. Okay. And so I pray over that child. Because he's had a lot of struggles in his life for such a young age. Lord knows his story. And it breaks my heart. And I know what writing does for me. And it can do that for that child. So I pray that it be an outlet for him. And let this be his time. And when I had an opportunity to speak with my friend, just later on that day, hours after, it was God, God had set me up for this place, for this time two conversations in a day and my heart was so open to receive it and to be able to smile and to encourage and to speak truth be that for somebody find opportunities to speak with others share what you love and it might take them months or years Eyes are watching you. You might not even realize it. People are watching you, and it's not just your children, your your spouse, your significant other, your family. People are watching you. Live your life out loud and with the boldness and be brave. So I challenge you, just like I'm gonna challenge my staff and the students to do the why I write hashtag you can tag me at Jen Lowry writes and do your six word memoir post it on Twitter make a poster on Canva put it on Instagram Live your writing out loud. No more fear. Because you could be made for a time as this. You know, I mentioned Ruth. Ruth had to go through struggle. She had to go in through complete faith in the Bible. I love the book of Ruth. She was made for a time as that. She kept faithfulness and meekness of spirit. And she was provided for. I think of Esther. Esther was brought up for a time as that. To save her people. 
from annihilation. She was queen for a purpose. It wasn't to live in a palace and to share in royalty. It was to capture the mind of a king and soften his heart to save the Jewish people. She was made for a time as that. And we are made for a time as this. In a dark and lost and dying world, to speak the love and light of Christ, share our testimonies, share our writing. All right, guys. I'm like four minutes late into the workplace. I've got to go. Um, I wish you a blessed day. Share this out with other writers you know because they, they may know all of this already. Maybe they just need to hear it this morning or today. So, bye guys. Talk to you tomorrow.